Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Kit! Celeste! Last week, Kit met Shell Warden, a cave fisher farmer living in Lower. Kit got a little tipsy on cave fisher blood, which is highly alcoholic. She also investigated why the fishers have been acting strangely by having a little chat with Snowflake, Shell's apparently prize-winning fisher. We gotta dig more into that ribbon she was wearing, but we'll get to that. <laughs> What Kit heard concerned her, but before she could explain things to Shell, they heard a noise coming from the fisher cage and raced outside to find three of the creatures lying on the ground, shells cracked, and strange, faintly glowing lines appearing on their carapaces. What happened to Shell's cave fishers? Are Kit's suspicions correct? And if they are, what will that mean for our adventurer's next move? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hey. Oh my gosh, my poor babies on the ground. No, um, no, I will say, I feel like I should say now, just to assuage fears, they are not yet dead. Okay. They are not Ooh. yet dead. They can dance. Not yet dead. dead. They, they want to go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> they feel happy. They feel better. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. I know we all want to know what happened yeah, to. No, oh, it's also, whole, I should. It's... I should also say <laughs> oh. none of them are. None of them are snowflake. Oh God. Because I don't think I said that on the air no, last week. No. Um, Good. Wow. It's been a. It's been a whole week. So I'm so glad you gave me that recap. Um, <laughs> True. Truly, though, like the way time flows these days, like it might have been a week. It may have I don't been know. a week. I don't know. An hour is ten. <laughs> Um, so we, we usually, I know we want to find out what happened to the cave fishers, but it is one of my greatest joys as a DM of this podcast <laughs> to stall by bantering at the top of episodes and not finding out what happened. So, uh, Ooh. in our first set of guest episodes, uh, we had a quarantine question for everyone, which is what have you been binging? Ooh. But now we've already done that for four people. So, yes. um, I think my quarantine question for you, oh, yes. uh, is what song do you sing when you wash your hands? <laughs> Ooh, uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I've been big on Dune all the time. Um, so the Litany of Fear oh. is awesome. Um, it's, that's so good. Yeah, you haven't seen that? No, it's like it's perfect. So the Litany, you know, Fear is the Mind Killer. Like as you're going washing your hands, you go right through that. So of course, all the like the Dune announcements and everything. I'm like so stoked. Very cool stuff. So I that's me, Uber nerd Celeste Conowich. Uh, I love that so, so much. It also feels weirdly relevant when you're washing your hands and going, fear is the mind killer. Like, when you said course. it, I was like, oh, that's so, wait, doesn't that start fear is the mind killer? Yes. <laughs> it's it's a good thing to remember in the midst of a pandemic. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, Kit? Eh, I kind of like rotate, but I'd say the most regular song on my rotation is Lizzo, Good as Hell. Oh song. my gosh, that's a very good song. That is a <laughs> yeah. very to wash good your choice. Hands too. Or just anything, too. Yeah. Or just anything. It's fun. I love that. I love yeah. that. That's way better than <laughs> the litany. <laughs> well, it's, it's way more It feels fun. like it's just sort of a different genre altogether, uh, like yeah. apples yeah. and oranges. Yeah, you know? yeah. Can I run and write horror games? Is that. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Um, I have since college when I found out that, um, that the famous, uh, Sousa band march bam, bam, ba -dum, bam, is like, everyone knows it really well. And basically almost everyone will sing it at the same tempo. Mm. And that tempo happens to be 120 beats per minute, which is two beats per second. So singing 
uh, 16 bars of uh, the Sousa March in my head with a four bar intro is 20 seconds. So I do the Sousa March because I'm are not only a- am I a giant yeah. game nerd, yeah. but I'm a giant music nerd. I was like, are you a band kid? It sounds like you're a band <laughs> I was kid. A, I was an orchestra kid, but uh, I'm also a conductor. And so when I took wind conducting, uh, my professor was like, this is a thing that happens. And I was like, you are a band nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shout out to Mallory Thompson, best conducting professor ever. And also now I sing the Sousa March. Shout out to Mallory. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> She's the best. I love it. Uh, okay, that felt like a good quarantine question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Should we find out what happened to the Fishers? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> would be so disappointed. It hasn't been seven minutes yet. Let's hop in. So you all have run out. Uh, and you've seen these three fishers on the ground. Uh, like I said, to Shell in particular, it's inconceivable that they could have... Inconceivable. <laughs> that they could have fallen from the ceiling of the enclosure because, I, I mean, they are they are built to climb and to hold on to ceilings and things. Um, so that in and of itself is strange. Of course it's upsetting to see them clearly injured on the ground. Uh, and then also these weird lines uh, that are glowing and pulsing faintly on, on their on their shells, on their carapaces. Uh, so what are the, what are the two of you sort of in that moment doing? Yeah, I mean, I think my my automatic reaction is to like, uh, I mean, they, because they look sick. I That's what I would assume, I think. For our, so if they look sick um, and I don't want the rest of the cave fishers to eat them mm. um, because now that they're like prone and um, maybe infected with something, uh, I think I, my first instinct would be to get in there and kind of pull them, try and pull them out as safely as I can. Um, I do yeah. also think that I have a smaller cage that I would keep, like, for ones that are sick or, like, you know, about to lay eggs or something. Um, totally. Oh, God, imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, and I, <laughs> I mean, Shell is a small-sized humanoid, but she Correct. she is strong for her size. So she'll, she'll, she'll run in there and she'll be like, I, I need to get them separated I, in case they, they attack each other or, or what if they're sick or something. Can you can you help? Of I'm course. Like trying to tug at one of these creatures. And Kit's going to come in and lend a hand and Kit is not very strong, but she is passionate <laughs> about <laughs> helping. Yeah. I mean, the way I think of them, so like um, a big, why can I never remember the dogs with the barrels? A St. Bernard. Is like a medium-sized creature, so I feel like lifting one of these would be similar to like kind of lifting a Saint Bernard, so like sixty pounds or so of like yeah bug bug the, crab. Oh, gods above! Oh, I just learned about a new. Oh, I don't remember what it's called now. We just found a fossil in Animal Crossing that is this horrifying three-foot-long bug, essentially. No, uh-uh. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it. It's I, I had never heard of it before, no. and the stupid owl was like, oh, this is so exciting, ah. and then described it, and I was like, no. Oh, no, 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 the eldritch horror? No, no, no. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> anyway, um, the good news is that the three of them uh, do, as you get closer to them, they do seem to be alive, as I mentioned, um, but they do sort of look a little stunned from yeah. the fall, so they're not going to fight you. As you try and move them, which is good. The bad news is, of course, that they're very heavy. And, of course, if you all heard the noise from the inside, then all of the other fishers in the enclosure probably also heard. So time is a factor. Why don't the two of you make me strength athletics checks to to drag these things out uh, and just sort of see see how quick a process this is. Kit, how'd you do? 
nine. Oh, so fantastic. How about you, Shell? I got an 18, so. Okay, so Shell, you've, I mean, you've done this before, I've right? Had you've had to, to move them before. before. Yeah. So you sort of know how to, you know, how to grab them and get the most, you know, the best leverage to get them up and then bring them over. Kit, you're struggling, and, and I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you tell me, what do you resort to? Because picking the thing up like Shell did is, is apparently not an option <laughs> at this point. Uh, I am going to turn to Shell and say, don't be alarmed. I'm not strong enough to do this like this, but I'm going to be stronger. And I'm going to wild shape into a war horse. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe a regular horse. I don't know. Whatever fits. I have so many questions, but I think the simplest is just, how do we feel, Shell? Uh, I think, uh, one... I don't think Shell has ever seen a horse because why Correct. would a horse be underground? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, and I do actually think that Shell, if she knew what horses were, would have been a horse girl growing up. So I think, <laughs> I think it's very magical. Like when you transform into this beast I've never seen, Shell just looks up at you with wonder at this towering, magnificent thing in front of her. And it's just like, oh, oh, wow. Oh God. Okay. Sure. Uh, and kind of like shakes shakes right. out of like the horse girl stupor. Um, and then we'll start like, like trying to like lift them onto your back, I guess. She's just like, how do I'll... <laughs> sure, I'll let her do that. But also I might like gently pull one in my mouth. Very gently. Sure, <laughs> like sure. Like with Bizdiro a long time oh, ago. Oh, I forgot you did that. Okay, yeah, so you've had practice. <laughs> okay, when right, I so see that, one... I'll be like, okay, I'll let them do that and help, I guess. Like, stack them by the edge real quick. And I'm also, yeah, there you go. I'm also giving stink eyes to all the other cave fishers up above <laughs> and kind of, like, waving. I, I, have a, I have a couple short swords. I'm, like, waving, like, a rusty, unused sword at them because I don't want them to eat them, <laughs> to snatch them, <laughs> eat them. Uh, so several of them had begun to sort of uh, crawl their way up mm. to the top and, and yeah. you know, like, oh, take no. aim or uh, whatever. Uh, um, surprisingly, though, I, I guess I guess your chat made an impression, Kit, because Snowflake seems to sort of be uh, uh, encouraging them to hold off a little bit, just sort of, like, skittering over to them and, like, whacking them on the back with their with, with Snowflake's claw. Yeah. Uh, it probably won't last very long, and and let's be honest, these creatures have an intelligence of three, so odds are her memory's not oh. very long. Yeah. But no, Snowflake is the Lizzo of the Crab Dome, so <laughs> yes, she's a bad bitch, and she's just keeping it keeping it all in check. Uh. Yes, so yeah, so Snowflake's sort of holding them off as you get uh, as you get the the three injured ones into the. Uh, know the infirmary enclosure um and they begin to stir a little bit uh they look like they're a little bit less dazed but clearly they are also still injured so they're certainly not you know popping right back to to health um and i'm I'm gonna you know kind of wipe some sweat off our brows since we did this so fast and make sure the the enclosure is closed um and then be like is this more of what you think is happening do you i i don't have I ever seen anything like this? I no. mean, I, I feel like my yeah generations. Of yeah, no. Shell wardens. So you've you've I'm, seen. You, I mean, you've seen cave fishers get thrown from the ceiling in fights, and yeah. and you've probably dealt with some cracked shells. But but first of all, the, the glowing queen. things for sure not. Yeah. And then as far as you could tell, there weren't any other fishers around, so this wasn't a fight situation, which is what makes it so odd. 
I, one it's of the just things. so weird that they would, I mean, fall like that. And I, I just, uh, Shell's freaking out. Um, I'm going <laughs> to pop back into kit form. Uh-huh. Well, also, what was that? <laughs> Some magical, strange, mythic beast you just turned into. Oh, that was a horse. We can talk about that later. That's not important right now. No, um, no I guess not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> the... <laughs> can I do a medicine check on the sick ones and see if I think they're up for conversation or if I should talk to Snowflake again. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Make that medicine, wisdom medicine check. A 12. Um, I... Yeah, go ahead. Can I, can I maybe help? I'm gonna start, like, listing like, normal behaviors of cave fitcher or, like, diseases I've seen. Yeah. Or, like, be like, maybe it's a moss infection or maybe it's something, so can I maybe... Absolutely. Aid? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So advantage for you, Kit, because absolutely, yeah. You know what's Yay. normal and what isn't at the very least, even if you're not sure exactly yeah. what's happening now. A 15. Okay. These uh, are probably, at the moment, they still, they're moving pretty sluggishly. Uh, if the question is, can you have a conversation with them like you did Snowflake, you may have to wait a little bit for them to sort of, you know, recover from the shock. Um, also, in terms of what's wrong, you know, their, their shells will mend. It's going to take a while, but their shells will mend. They're not in any uh, mortal danger from, from that injury. Um you still don't know what the glowing stuff is. Would you like to talk about that, or do you want to go talk to Snowflake? Um, what's your What's your primary focus here right now? So, first, with the glowing stuff, can I do a quick Arcana check and see if I think it's something extern, like if it's a magical thing or if it's something totally different? Yeah, go ahead and make a, an Intelligence Arcana check. Uh, a thirteen. Do this for me also. Will you now make an intelligence history check, which is what we here use for memory? A 14. Okay. The shimmering lines, now that you see them, they form patterns on the backs of the shells. Um, but from what you can tell, the it, it almost looks like the three these three creatures the patterns on the backs of their shells seem to be connected. Like the three of them, if you were to put them together in a certain way, might form a something, like an image or something. Oh. Um, I'll relay all of that to Shell. Oh, it's like this puppet show I've seen, National Treasure. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that wasn't on purpose, but yes, that was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, I don't understand what what could do something like that. What Do you think this is... Uh, I, I don't know a sorcery situation. Is somebody is somebody hexing my animals? Because if they are, because if they are, <laughs> they're gonna get the wrong end of of shell. Let me tell you what, it, it can get spiky. <laughs> spiky, yes. Um, if if I were to ask Shell for some like paper and a pencil, could I attempt to draw the image I believe would connect, and would that maybe help me? I think so. Yeah, probably. It's a good idea. Okay, uh, so I'll say, I'll ask Shell, do you have any, uh, anything I could write with or do a drawing with? Maybe, maybe that's a clue. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take out my, uh, farmer's almanac that I was consulting earlier. <laughs> yes. Um, and kind of give it to you, and you see, like, it's, it's like one of those planners that has, like, a note section in the back, um... <laughs> 
So I'll open up to one of those pages and then hand you, you know, like a little charcoal stick uh, that I would write notes with. Great, and I'll I'll attempt to draw what I believe would yeah. would exist on their backs if they were all smushed together. Yeah, and, and while you're yeah, go yeah. ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, oh, just while you're doing that too, I'm just making sure, like, I'm bringing out water and like filling out all the food trays, just making sure that these creatures have everything they might need. Yeah, for um, sure, for right now. So, Kit, it takes you a couple of minutes while Shell is is filling up the the feed the feed bins and and the water bowls and such, uh, and. About two-thirds of the way through, Kit, you think that you know why you sort of realized what you needed to do to to understand this image, Uh, but you go ahead and finish the drawing anyway just to confirm it, and when it's done, the symbol, the sigil, the rune, the whatever it is that these lines, these glowing lines form, looks a lot like the brand that Bria got after the fight with the sea hags, but different. There are there are some peculiar differences, and uh, you got the feeling, I don't remember, I think it was you, it might have been Flick, but anyway, somebody got the feeling with Bria's that her brand had something to do with water. This is a different element, that those are the differences, but you can't quite tell which it is just by looking at it. You could probably infer, but just looking at it, you can't tell what it is. Um, but it looks very similar in style and in design, and obviously, you know, it comes from the same sort of script as Bria's brand. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, we stand with Black Lives Matter and our black siblings fighting for justice. That fight is not over just because we're tired. Second of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be sororal if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. It does doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We also want to remind everyone that we have our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, discounts at our merch store, and much more. In addition, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. Since it is the start of the month, we want to let you know which other amazing creators we are patronizing as part of the PIF program. Those creators are Nat Rose, Taking Initiative, James Intracasso, D20 Dames, I Need Diverse Games, Venture Maidens, Scott Buckley, The Broadswords, Tanya DePass, and Meeple Like Us. I also want to take a minute to recognize some of the awesome patrons that have made that Patreon at Forward program a possibility. Thank you so much to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Sir Mox the Magnificent, to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliahu of Mert Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Misty. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. We are excited to remind you all about our partnership with Codename Entertainment and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Idle Champions is a completely free idle adventure game featuring your favorite characters from the Forgotten Realms lore that's available on Steam, Nintendo Switch, Xbox, PS4, and the Apple and Google mobile app stores. Check out the game at CodenameEntertainment.com, and when you next boot up, be sure to use our gold chest code found in the episode notes for free items and power-ups in-game. We 
get a new code every week, so be sure to redeem each one before it expires. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for all of the music that you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and IncompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can also check out the episode notes to find track names, artist names, and links. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate link found on our website or in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. Speaking of drive through RPG, ever long to be a Sailor Scout or a Power Ranger? Now you can, by playing Glitter Hearts, the magical transforming heroes RPG from Leatherman Games. Glitter Hearts is an action-packed RPG based in the Powered by the Apocalypse system, where everyday people transform into powerful superheroes to fight off the forces of evil. Glitter Hearts does away with the standard playbook model in Powered by the Apocalypse, which allows you to create your own unique hero. There are over 150 different moves to choose to build your perfect hero. So find more information about Glitter Hearts at Leatherman.games today. And on a personal note, I happen to know Mr. Leatherman who created this game and have played the game, and they are both awesome. Story consultant Robert and Kit and I and a few of our other friends played a little mini campaign, and we had a blast role-playing at PS420, so go check it out. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. In case you hadn't heard the exciting news, The Last Refuge now has a merch store. You can go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store and check out our t-shirts, buttons, drink koozies, and more that we've got available for you. And oh, once you receive your items, be sure to take lots of pictures and then tag us on social media so we can see how awesome you look with your TLR notebook or sweatshirt or whatever you get your hands on. That's bit.ly slash TLR merch store, or you can check out the links in the episode notes and on our website. Finally, we mentioned a few weeks ago that we would be doing something to celebrate our three-year anniversary. I apologize that we haven't said much else about that yet, but we are working on plans, and we will have details out for you all soon, so keep your ears open. Okay? I think that's all the announcements that we've got for you this week. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, and happy gaming, y'all. Oh my god. Oh, this is very stressful. Kit is very stressed out. Uh, are, um, you, are you? Do you? Are you okay? Uh, I hold out the flask again. <laughs> uh, Kit will take again the tiniest <laughs> sip, which, it's just enough. Like, which we have learned is it, enough. Like, it exactly. barely touches her it's like Everclear, it's enough. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm gonna look at the piece of paper and be like, I'm. Uh, does this mean? Does it, it doesn't mean anything to, to I don't, show order, right? I don't think I don't. so, no. I don't think it does. Um, does, does this help? Do we know what's going on here? Or? I have to be honest. I don't know exactly what's going on, but I do know that this reminds me of a brand that a sea hag put on my friend, and now she... We can't get rid of it, and we are told it's going to be a, a big, high magic thing to get rid of it. Um, well, let. Ugh. I mean, is your friend 
hurt from it or is this I, I I don't know why something would run around branding my my cave fishers I I what what do I have to do with any of this this is all getting very complicated <laughs> I don't know but let me talk to snowflake real quick see if they saw anything or if this is um a random act of nature um, and uh, I'm gonna quickly walk over, and I'd like to try to speak to Snowflake again uh-huh. and see if they have any clues for me. Yeah. Um, the first thing Snowflake says is, um, "Snowflake helped feed food lady." <laughs> Sno- what? Snowflake helped food lady. Kept others away. Snowflake oh, get more food. Yes. Um. Yes, after we talk, you can have more food. You did a very good job, Snowflake. I'm very proud of you, and so is Food Lady. Okay. Um, Snowflake, did you see what happened to the other cave fishers? Uh, and Snowflake gets sort of... You can see Snowflake, like, shudder a little bit and doesn't say anything for the moment. Was there another being out here who did that to them? Uh, and Snowflake says, no. It came from the earth? And Snowflake goes, yes, angry earth. Hmm. Okay. From the ceiling? Is that, that's what happened? Um. I don't Gosh, how does Snowflake respond to that? Uh, I think Snowflake is sort of confused by the question and sort of, uh, okay. with its, with her claws sort of goes, like, indicates just like, uh, I don't know, ev- everywhere. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, did this happen to others? Uh, Snowflake says, no, no, no. Okay. Um, okay. I, I don't think I'm, I think that's really all that I needed to know from Snowflake. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna, fi- I'm gonna go get more food and toss it through the, the cage to Snowflake. Okay. Yeah. All right. And she'll string it up and, and chomp down. Chow down. That's the phrase that people say. Chomp down. Chomp right. down. <laughs> They're pretty thick. Lots of spiders Right. There, so. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead. So I'm gonna go back over to Shell and I'm gonna relay my conversation with Snowflake. Uh, yeah, I think Shell is super, like, concerned. She's sitting by, like, the cage where these poor creatures are on the ground and she's reaching out and, like, trying to, like, pet pet little stun creatures Aww. and like you know uh, uh, uh. um do i i'm assuming i know this but i karen don't know this okay. can i heal these creatures with a spell yep. okay <gasps> i'm going to create a little healing spirit and send it through to to give a little bit of uh healing to each of these fishers oh. so a a spectral wolf appears uh in <laughs> in the infirmary enclosure, right, Kit? <laughs> yes, a dire wolf. Oh, oh, a spectral dire wolf. Oh, I didn't know that uh... part. <laughs> um, uh... And I think that's sort of the reaction that the fishers have at first, although they're injured yeah. so they can't move super quickly. Uh, but as they touch the beast trying to get away from it, uh, they sort of pass through it. And you can see, uh, like... Uh, the the cracks on their carapaces start to like calcify and 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 fill in a little bit, and uh, we won't roll for it just because I happen to know that uh, you won't you won't heal them all the way unless you want to use the spell multiple times. But uh, it will it will definitely speed along their healing process. Uh, yeah, and that's really all that I wanted to do. Yeah, 
thank you. I, uh, uh, thank you so much for, for, for helping and for helping to get them out of there. And I, uh, I guess it's really lucky that you came along and I, uh, I just don't really know what to do <laughs> from here. Can I give Shell a hug? Oh, yeah, Shell will, will take it. I think Shell, right. you know, <laughs> isn't used to like having people or hugs or anything. So she kind of shakes a little bit and like kind of tears <laughs> up, you know, but she'll like wipe like little bald fists against her face and be like, put her hands on her hips and be like, okay, well, if there's anything I can do to, to help this situation, I want to do that. And you clearly seem to know something about what's going on. So I don't know. What do we do? I'm on board. Well, what we need right now, Mm -hmm. as you've seen, what's happening on the surface is affecting what's happening down here. It's affecting the cave fishers, and it's affecting the produce. It's it's clearly these two worlds cannot stay separate anymore. Um, That's what my friends and I have found. That's what a group of um, a group of people who are from this society found um, and it's pretty clear I think you could see that that uh, the world above is affecting what's happening down here and it's affecting you directly so what we need right now my friends and I we need your society to support us um, and support the how do I phrase this? Um, and support a more... Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. Words. It's okay. And support a more connected world. Living in isolation won't keep working. I know that generations ago, this society was founded because of the uh, because they felt it was the only way to survive. Um, that what happened on the surface couldn't possibly affect what was happening down here. Um, and it's clear that that's no longer an effective strategy. My friends and I, we just want to serve the good of all of the people who live in this world. And we want everyone to be able to make their own choices, but we can't do it alone. So what we need from you uh, is your support when everything gets put to a vote in the coming days. Oh, um, okay. Well, I am... I'm going to be honest with you, Kit. I I don't really understand anything of what you're saying. You know, today or yesterday, I was just, you know, doing my best to raise these creatures and try to feed everybody. And today, uh, there's strange arcane sigils appearing and you're here and uh, there's a bunch of refugees. So... I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, I care for these creatures. It's my job to care for these creatures. And if there's something I can do to make them safer and, and happier, that's that's what I want to do. So, I, I don't again, I don't really understand what's happening, but I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely willing to listen. And I, I don't know if, you, if, if you know, your friends are, ha, have something to do that can help. I, 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 I definitely want to support that. And I know... Uh, many other people here will will feel the same way. Uh, you, you know, it's it's a it's a special thing you do when you when you raise animals and you care for creatures. You 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 have to care for the people they feed and the creatures. You, it's all very connected. So whatever I can do to help that, um, I, I'm willing to listen. Um, and I, I would definitely like to hear more about what your friends and um, what they can do to stop 
I kind of wave at the sad fishers, like, whatever they can do to stop this, I'm, 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 I'm there. You, uh, you have my vote. I think Kit's gonna give her another hug. Yeah, I give you a a, a motherly pat. No. <laughs> Old as shell. Um, it's not a question uh, you ask a lady, she, but yeah, I, I don't think she's actually that old. Uh-huh. I think she just, you know, she she kind of raises a strange breed of creature that's not for everyone. <laughs> sure. Um, and you know, I think she's far from her family, so she seems a lot older sure. than she is. But I guess in the human years, she'd be like maybe like late thirties. Okay. All right. Definitely not old. Yeah. <laughs> she seems like you know you want because she's also like you know she's had a hard like physical life yeah so she probably looks a lot older than, uh, sure. than she actually is sure 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 yeah i think kit hugs her and she says i appreciate your support and i can certainly keep telling you about my friends and the things that we've seen and what we've come across um but the truth of the matter is i don't fully understand what's happening myself. I just know that everything is connected and if it's exactly as you said, you have to care for the creatures and you have to care for the creatures that, uh, or the people that your creatures feed and it's the same with our world. You have to care for each part of our world in order for the whole to thrive. You can't just stay sequestered in your one corner of the world and hope that that will be enough um, because it's clear that it won't be. Well, I mean, Kit, I uh, I don't really have a place on the surface. I mean, I, maybe I'm not the best person to talk to, but I mean, my family has been living underground since I since before all this, you know, the islands and the cities, and um, so. I, while it's good also to, you know, say we are, we can all bond together and everything, too. I mean, maybe there's still a way we can, some of us can do that from underground, because I don't think some of us are really going to have the option. The sun's pretty, um, uh, well, it's not, it's not great. <laughs> uh, Shell, let me, um, let me, uh, sorry, go ahead, Kit, and then I'll get to this question. Oh, I just think uh, Kit was going to reiterate that, or because I think I, like, hinted at this earlier, but she's basically just going to say, like, that she doesn't expect everyone to move above the surface, <laughs> but that it's more about, um, it's exa- it's for the people who want to stay below the surface. Uh, <laughs> we, like, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. She gets a little tongue-tied, but she's basically like, no, I'm not saying everyone has to move <laughs> up. Yeah. Blah! <laughs> yeah. Um, Shell, this all makes a ton of sense. Like, you probably won't be coming up, and your concern is these creatures. Um, the, you know, what Kit is ultimately sort of asking you to do is to, um, at the very least, uh, not vote to banish her and her friends. Um, you've heard rumors that there's a trial coming up, right? That some people, uh, uh, betrayed the, the community by working with, uh, surface dwellers and, and essentially what you've heard is that they caused whatever happened in the North that made all of those refugees have to, have to evacuate and flee. And so, so what Kid is asking you to do is sort of, uh, to side with her and her friends and those people who apparently broke the sort of, you know, social taboo of having anything to do with the surface um, and to side with them. So are there any sort of 
I don't know, how does Shell feel about that? Like, knowing that, obviously, her concern is these cave fishers and whatever's best for them. Like, is that a is that a daunting process? Is that an exciting prospect? Is that... Well, I think, um... I think... Sh- well, maybe Shell might have been more inclined to be suspicious or whatever, but also Shell is sort of on the fringes yeah. of common society, <laughs> so what she thinks isn't necessarily as guided as what... Also, like, the cosmopolitan people. You know, she's out here raising animals with everybody else who's out here raising animals Mm -hmm. and is actually interacting with the land and seeing, like, the exchange and the balance. Um, And then also Kit has been unbelievably kind to her since coming in here and helping and actually caring for the animals. So in Shell's mind, Shell doesn't take stock in rumors yeah. she's heard from other people. She's only seen Kit's actions, which Great. are more than enough to believe her that Kit wouldn't be running around with the monsters that rumors <laughs> have made them out to be. Right, right. Um, so, yeah. Shell believes in her eyes and what's in front of her, so. Ugh, would that that were a more common trait. <laughs> anyway. Uh... <laughs> also, somebody who can talk to animals and, like, appreciates the earth and, like, that, yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Kit's like, they're yeah, it's great. Shell's like, hell yeah. Great. Yeah, I love also, that. Also, those people in town, they are very suspicious and just have barbed tongues. So, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, I I honestly, did, I, I don't know. When I heard the rumors, I was expecting demons to show up or something horrible, just based on what I've heard. But, you know, Ooh. that's always how it is. That's so not far from what might have happened had they not succeeded in that evacuation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cool. Okay, great. I just wanted to check in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kit, do you, f- I mean, you know, obviously Shell is, is, is on y'all's side at this point. Uh, is there anything else that, that you want to, I mean, you know, a good portion of the day has, has passed, but, but certainly there's some daylight hours. How do we wrap up our time with Shell? Um, I think that sort of similar, not like exactly what happened with, um, the Tinkerer, but I think, um... Kate will ask one more favor of Shell, mm. um, which is just to introduce her to the other people in her circle um, who might be moved in the same way um, that Shell was moved and might be interested in listening to the reason and um, seeing what has happened here today and, um, and yeah, would uh, maybe could be swayed to our side. Yeah, I, I, I'd be happy to introduce you to you know all all the folks down here. Uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, let me just get my. I think she gets her coat and stuff, and she starts like talking her ear off about like every person who lives down Aww. here. And uh, you know, and she's like, yeah. And I, I mean, if you can do that trick where you talk to their animals, I mean, I know people with love that you know we're all just a very attached bunch so some of that maybe some of the horse stuff <laughs> oh i think this is gonna go great um you ready <laughs> and as as she uh, as she guides you out of her cavern sort of doing the horse thing and trying to sort of act out you turning into a horse a little bit while she encourages you to do that for the others uh we we fade out and and it seems like kit had two successful uh successful forays into meeting the folks of the world below so that's where we're gonna leave it for this week Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out. You know, I don't know what you're going to find out because, again, I don't know what order these are coming out in. I'm sure you'll find out something exciting. 
<laughs> you can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at @dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons, virtual cons, we'll be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign. A ginormous thank you to you, Celeste, for joining us these two weeks. You are so welcome. Thank you for joining us. What a thrill. And of course, thank all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hens, and with me I have Kate Celeste. Happy gaming, y'all. You feel something let is she is is she trying to get to your dice? Kicking at the blanket and just like, I don't know what's going on. There goes the cat Liana. with the dice again. <laughs> what'd she roll? What'd you roll, Liana? She rolled a three. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> she's living her life. It's like she knows I'm recording. <laughs>